0: We have Will Smith in our house right now. Hi everyone, my name is Jordan Reed. And
1: I'm Lindsay Reed.
0: And Will Smith will wait. And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff.
1: Each week we talk about things like cryptozoology.
2: Big Will.
0: We talk about Big Will.
1: Urban legends. Dang diggy, dang, dang dang
0: diggy, diggy. We say words like that.
1: True crime.
0: And just about how lucky we are to have Will Smith here with us today.
1: Anything spooky related. And we do not have Will Smith here today. Be well.
0: <laughs> uh, with, I don't know what to tell you. We that's... do
1: have the Will Smith soundboard, I guess, back. I <laughs> guess that's still around.
0: Well, something that is also still around is our show. And here's how it works. Every week since... Well, a while ago, yesterday. since yesterday, which is weird, <laughs> Lindsay and I will both research a topic separately. Lindsay will go to Will Smith's house. I will go to Will Smith's other house, one of his vacation homes, one of 1200. And then we reconvene inside of our house for the very first time. While we discuss what we've researched with each and every one of you and each other. And this week, I'm dedicating my portion of the show to Will I Am from the Black Eyed Peas.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna dedicate my portion of the show to William Defoe. <laughs> That's pretty
0: good. Yeah. That's good. So there are, let me count, 10 seconds uh out of the show it, Lindsay only knows two other williams but in her defense so do i do you know how many other famous williams do you know
1: uh william mckinley
0: william h macy
1: william h macy um
0: william
1: murray bill murray
0: okay full name i want to i keep wanting to say william radcliffe but that's daniel radcliffe
1: <laughs> it's not a will
0: no sure ain't okay well Lindsay, we are ninety nine episodes old.
1: We are
0: I feel like we're like this is the eve of a big holiday, and we're just really living it. i feel I feel a little loosey. We're
1: too excited to sleep.
0: We are too like that Disney commercial.
1: We're too excited to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone remembers that commercial, like, in the early 2000s. I'm
0: too excited to sleep. <laughs> well, we celebrated by having a, a lot of soup earlier, and I know that I am very full. And I'm not sure if you can tell, listeners, but my stomach hurts. And Mine hurts, too. Yeah, sure does. Uh, <laughs> there, I bet you there will be 12 or 14 burps edited out of this week's episode. Ew, do you want me to say more? What's what's grosser? Like a few small ones or like many, many burps?
1: I don't know.
0: Yeah, what do you think?
1: I guess a few small ones.
0: Okay. All right. Just checking in. Okay. Uh, Lins, I googled how to tell if you're getting older because <laughs> okay. we're going to be 100. Yes. And I want to know if you feel any of these six things. Okay. Speaking for the show. Sure. Or in general. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. An increased susceptibility to infection. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So that's a check for that one. Okay. Sorry. There are five. Uh Uh-huh. A slight decrease in height as the bones of our spines get thinner and lose height.
1: Maybe. Have you
0: gotten shorter because your spine bones are shrinking?
1: Do I seem shorter? No. Okay. Then no.
0: But do you feel shorter?
1: I, I guess.
0: <laughs> this could be literal or figurative.
1: Um, No, I don't.
0: Okay. Do your bones break more easily?
1: Um, No.
0: Okay. Joint changes ranging from minor stiffness to severe arthritis. Yes. Okay. And stooped posture.
1: Yeah, as I lean on the desk.
0: So I guess you have a bunch of these. Okay. I'm trying to think. I kind of just feel like I might have stooped posture, although I do feel like at any moment I could get a severe infection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm always afraid of getting infections. Yeah? Yeah.
0: <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> yeah. How many ta- like how many hours throughout the day are you always worried about getting an infection?
1: A lot, because like I'm my immune system isn't good. Yeah? So like I don't know, you go out in public, you're like, "Oh, I might get a virus or a cold."
0: Yeah, that's not an infection, is it? I know,
1: but when I get a cold, then it turns into pleurisy, then it costs me $6,000 at the emergency room.
0: Yeah, that's true. Now, that's a haunted story.
1: Yeah, so that's a bad story. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just prone to getting hurt a lot.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I think we need to stop talking about you almost getting hurt because I think it was on one episode we were talking about you getting hurt and then it stopped recording or something. I forget. Maybe. I don't know. Well, Linz, if you can go back to any of our older episodes, what's one memory or one story perhaps that you like, that you think about often?
1: Um... I think George is a good episode. Okay. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people like that one. Um, oh, you
0: mean Kradge
1: cradge george
0: see i had forgotten the name i actually told the- <laughs> you
1: said george i thought you said cradge
0: that's true yeah
1: i don't know i just i like a lot of them i like hearing about all these weird wacky stories that i don't i didn't know and i'm always like looking for weird creepy stories and when you surprise me with one i've never heard before i think it's always really fun
0: one of the ones that I think about or it was um, it was a while ago, but you had told a bunch of stories about like literal, true, scary stories that happened to people while they were camping or in the woods. Yes. Because there's something as soon as the sun goes down, there's something real creepy about being in the woods.
1: Yeah. The darkness.
0: I also well, I think it's just called the darkness, <laughs> <laughs> which is also kind of the name of the evil villain in Never Ending Story, which is just complete nothingness. Yeah. Now that's that's heavy.
1: That is a little heavy for a small child to comprehend.
0: <sighs> oh, it's the nothing, the nothing. You mean it's not there? Yeah.
1: Then, like that swamp of sadness. That if you think of anything sad, you just drown.
0: And it ate his horse. Yeah, and that nasty, nasty big turtle that would sneeze.
1: Ew. That
0: movie was real Never weird. In a
1: story is well, the only one that's like kind of good is the first one.
0: Yeah, I agree. The other ones get a little weird.
1: They get a little too weird.
0: And of course, I always like Rat Boat because we have a stuffed rat yes. next to us that went on our that went on a journey with us to our first live show. We've done a lot. It did, yeah. We've talked about a lot of stuff, and you know what? Ninety-eight percent of it don't remember. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, do you want to hear another story that? You you probably might not remember, but it's really fun right now.
0: Yeah, I love living in the moment, and yes.
1: Okay. You know
0: what I can say to you? I guarantee you, I might remember it.
1: I think you might remember this one, because this one seems something like out of a comic
0: book. Oh, is it about (laughs) Spider-Man?
1: No. Oh, okay. And... Please forgive me if I struggle through this because this takes place in Japan and uh, names are hard, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'll give them a best shot. Okay. But this one is the Glico Moringa case. Okay. It's an unsolved case, although I was reading stuff randomly, like tonight, that. They might have cracked this case, but I don't nice. know. I wasn't given a straight answer. So maybe our listeners will find it. Okay. Okay. So it was. It deals with Japanese companies, the one that is best known for making Pocky snacks.
0: I love Pocky snacks. You do love Pocky. We saw them in the grocery store earlier today and I almost bought them. Yeah. I love pockies. Well,
1: that's that Glico oh, company.
0: Oh, I know that company.
1: Izaki Glico, I think is the owner of that company. Okay. But anyways, in 1984, there was a whole case about that company, and it was pretty crazy. Two armed men broke into the CEO, which is Zachy, the owner of the Glico. Okay. Into his mother's home, and he bound her, and he took the key, the house key of Glico. Okay. So he broke into his mom's home, took the house key for him. Then he entered his house, tied up his wife and his daughter, and they attempted to negotiate money with him because they thought he was just getting robbed. Sure. Obviously. And they would not accept anything. So they took the CEO hostage.
0: So the bad people broke into the house, bound his wife and and daughter yes and then took him
1: yes and took okay him. so they didn't hurt or kill anyone um, but they wouldn't take any money negotiations they cut the phone cords they raided certain areas. They said they raided like the bathrooms and the closets. So I don't know if maybe they were looking for a safe or for hidden money or, or for
0: a bunch of hidden Pocky. <laughs>
1: Or They were just coming to steal his toilet paper and they were mad that he didn't have any because he has one of those toilets that just washes everything for yeah, you. Yeah, bidet. He has a bidet. So they were really, really mad. And they're like, well, we're going to abduct you now because we're mad at you.
0: Speaking of stealing toilet paper, that's the one thing that always pops into my head when we're running low and we're somewhere public. I'm like, I could probably just take this roll of toilet paper home. (laughs) And and it's not like I don't like I'm joking about doing it. Yeah. I've been close to just stealing a fresh roll of toilet paper from a place because it's like it's kind of just right here.
1: Well, I told you that story about how I, when I worked at the salon, we had this older woman from like uh, like a nursing home down the street uh-huh. and she'd come into the salon and ask for a pop yeah, because we had free beverages and we would give her one and she was fine. And then we eventually had to tell her she couldn't come back because we realized she was stealing all her toilet paper. Yeah,
0: she was collecting all <laughs> her toilet paper. So I could imagine, I could imagine that for her... Back at the nursing home, I'm sure that they did not have good toilet paper, so she would bring <laughs> hers in. It was like a fun little oasis for her.
1: Oh, but she would take all her toilet paper, so we had to sadly tell her she could not come back anymore.
0: More power to that lady. That's so cool.
1: <laughs> so they took him and they held him hostage at one of uh, the secret warehouses for the company.
0: Oh.
1: Um, they issued a ransom for 1 billion yen and 100 kilograms of gold bars. That's, Do you know how many how much one billion yen is? American? I will
0: I will search. Let's can we title this segment while I'm doing research? What's this segment called while I'm like I'm actually looking something up?
1: Oh my gosh. Okay. Oh my lordy.
0: <laughs> Look who's 40. Okay. One billion yen is it says here it is nine, just barely over nine million dollars.
1: OK, so like not I mean, that's a lot of money, but like, yeah, that's not
0: for the owner of the the owner and CEO of the Pocky company. Nine million dollars is probably like.
1: But they wanted 100 kilograms of gold bars as well.
0: OK, now that I have no idea what that would be. Not even close. I
1: have a feeling that they were just trying to make it difficult to get this amount of money and they were kind of like adding the gold bars on just as like a ha ha. You have to do it.
0: Oh, is a he he? Yeah. How much is a kilo of gold? Gold per ounce, gold per kilo, 50,000 bucks? I don't know. Well, the price
1: of gold fluctuates too.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. You said this was an 84? Yes. Uh, Okay. Let's just say a lot of money.
1: Yeah. Okay. So they (laughs) issued a (laughs) ransom for 1 billion, 100 kilograms of gold bars.
0: Can I really quick say something? What? One reason why we don't do a lot of research on this show is because that whole... Me looking stuff up, I didn't like it.
1: It didn't really help either. So no. No. <laughs> so anyways, um, their plans were discovered and Izaki managed to escape three days later.
0: He escaped? He got out. Oh, no, no. I like Pocky's even more.
1: So a few weeks later, just when the company thought that they had been over this escaped extortion thing, they saw in the headquarters in the parking lots that their company vehicles were being set on fire.
0: I don't like that.
1: So that's already really bad. But then they found that one, there was a container found in one of the vehicles with hydrochloric acid and it blew up and it like gassed everyone.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: And there was also a threatening letter addressed to Glico for the CEO. Wow. So this is where it gets really interesting.
0: Well, I bet you in a lot of those cars, though, there was probably a decent amount of Pockies in, like, the actual cars. I was going
1: to say, I don't even think I'm mad about the vehicles. I'm more mad about, like, how many Pockies went up in flame.
0: Because here's the thing. Does it smell like strawberries? I bet you it smelled really good outside for 10 seconds, and then it started to smell really <laughs> bad because then it smelled like burnt rubber, burnt Pocky. I, I really can't stress enough how delicious Pockies are.
1: They're very good.
0: I've never had one pocky. You know what? They even had banana pocky. We talked about banana milk last week. Yeah. I'm almost positive there was banana pockies. Oh, I there's would like eat... every
1: kind of flavor.
0: Yep. Green I would tea. eat green tea. Green tea, banana, strawberry, all Oreo. different types of strawberries. Oreo ones.
1: Mm-hmm. I would
0: eat my weight in banana pockies, <laughs> which you know what is um, six pounds. So figure that one out.
1: Sure. Well, this is where the interesting part comes along. Okay. So a string of letters from person to person were found and it was basically these this group of people writing letters to the ceo and the ceo and the police responding and them writing back so it's kind of like a son of sam thing like in the newspaper where he'd put like little riddles or he'd write letters or like an elliot Ness thing like that whole case where he would write the cop and it would be different postcards from different areas But it seems like
0: they kind of want to be found.
1: Yeah. Or they just want to mess with him. I don't know what their whole thing was with him, but they called themselves the monster with 21 faces.
0: Now, hey, that's a cool name.
1: Well, the name was after a villain from a old Japanese detective series.
0: Oh, okay. All right.
1: So the letters started threatening the company's products. They um, claimed that their candies were laced with uh, cyanide soda. So Glico was forced to pull the products off the shelves, resulting in a 21 million loss and a layoff of 450 workers.
0: Both substantial. Yeah. Holy moly. Especially
1: in 84, too, where, like, things like that, like, industrial stuff was, like, thriving, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure at least it was here. I could only assume it was over in Japan, but... That's that's a significant. You said twenty one million bucks gone mm-hmm, and four hundred and fifty jobs. Yeah, that's a lot of jobs. And
1: this also caused a crisis in like Japan and stuff because people were afraid that they had eaten something with cyanide in it.
0: Well, it's uh, is that the same thing? Kind of, sort of, as like bioterrorism or yeah. Okay, I it's think kinda so It's kind of like the whole
1: Tylenol case too, you know, oh, yeah. the tampering. And that's why we have food defense and everything. But this is 84 where it wasn't really that watched. But yeah. I mean, if there really was cyanide in there, if they weren't just messing with them and there was actually tampered pocky like yeah people might have died and no one knows if it was from that like you know what i mean
0: oh for sure so now i'd like to say good luck to anyone else who wants to try to poison us with cyanide because we eat little bits every day to build up our immune system (laughs) to get
1: ready for it Uh uh-huh
0: and our coffee yep we moved out in the woods because we were doomsday preppers we
1: don't and don't do that nobody have any
0: cyanide hey don't come on we're joke we're goofing around (laughs)
1: Okay, so this went on for months, torturing Glico. I
0: don't, that's sad.
1: The monster with 21 faces decided to just blow up vehicles, threaten that their stuff was, I mean, they were kind of like the bad anonymous.
0: Yeah, no kidding.
1: They just were messing with them. And then they wrote a final letter towards the company and it just says, we forgive Glico. (laughs)
0: Okay, okay
1: So they totally didn't see anything afterwards Like they really thought that they just started leaving them alone
0: So they wrote a letter that said, eh, we're gonna let bygones be bygones
1: And we're done, we forgive you Okay So they don't find anything else fishy happening There's like nothing else happening But then all of a sudden, after months... Another letter is sent to the Marathi Ham Company. It's a house foods corporation. So basically what they do is they, they have a bunch of different kind of supplies and companies and brands.
0: Not just ham.
1: Yes. And they are just a big food corporation. And now they start getting letters from the monster with 21 faces.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So they kind of turned on them. And in exchange to stopping their harassment towards that company, he said if one of its employees, just one, was to hand them ransom money on a train. So they wanted one of the employees to meet one of the villains, I guess we'll call them, on a train, Uh hand them the ransom money, which is the same amount. That they asked for the Glico company.
0: Is it... Ran- oh, okay. So I guess it's kind of ransom money because they're essentially kind of holding the entire corporation hostage.
1: Right. Because this corporation knows what they did to the Pocky
0: Corporation. God. And it. they're
1: like, we don't want it happening to us because we have a bunch of different food products.
0: Yeah. We have ham, double ham. <laughs>
1: Triple ham. We
0: have uh, crystal ham, which is like crystal Pepsi.
1: So this corporation was a little smarter and they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll send a person. But they decided, let's send a cop investigator.
0: Like an undercover person. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And he
1: disguised himself as an employee. So he <sighs> met the suspect on the train that was supposed to meet him. And he's known as the fox eyed man. Ooh. And I guess because his eyes are like a fox's. Okay. <laughs>
0: everything know. everything about this criminal group just sounds so poetic and so cool.
1: Uh well they describe him as the Fox Eyed Man. The man was well built. He had a haircut that was pretty short and perfectly permed. Nice. Thus, again, Eli. Yeah. Why you need a perm. Hello.
0: Yeah. And then start a new project called Fox Eyed Man.
1: <laughs> and then he had a eyes like a fox. I guess he had like jet black, very wow. piercing eyes. Um, so after dropping the ransom money as instructed, he had another investigator on the train that tried to tackle the fox-eyed man, mm-hmm. but they both lost him.
0: Wow. So not only does he have eyes like a fox, but he also has the reflexes of a fox.
1: Exactly.
0: Okay. I was trying so, to think of a fox noise and I, I, they make really weird noises, so I can't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> well, now we woke up, Molly. No,
0: she did not like that.
1: No. So they got their money finally. Okay. They outsmarted them, but then they continued harassment by sending them letters. So a police superintendent got involved. His name was Yamamoto. Okay. And he got involved and he was going back and forth with these letters and basically trying to figure out why they're still threatening this food company and why they're going after these corporations because it's not that much money and they left Glico alone. So it's like, why you're not going after these corporations just for money? Like, what is it? Yeah. And I guess with the letters going back and forth, it just it was too much for this police officer and he died Holy and they smokes. think that he there was no foul play in his death They either think that it was suicide or it was like stress related because of this case, because he could not figure anything out about this case.
0: That's heavy duty.
1: Yeah. So then the monster with 21 faces wrote another letter to the media that was trying to go to Yamamoto, the police officer that died. Yeah. And they said, how stupid of him. We have no friends or secrets hiding in this place. Yamamoto should have never died. What have they been doing so long for one year and five months? Don't let bad guys like us get away with it. There are more foods and fools out there that want to copy us. Huh? So they like wrote this letter basically saying like it was dumb of him to die. Yeah. And that other people are going to copy them and torment these companies as well.
0: So shame on Yamamoto for for dying. Yes. Okay.
1: But then they wrote a follow-up letter and they said, we have decided to give our our condolences.
0: That's nice of them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And we decided to forget about torturing food-making companies. Okay. If anyone blackmails any of the food-making companies, it is not us, but someone that is merely copying us. We are bad guys. This means that we've got more to do and more companies to bully.
0: We are bad guys.
1: It's fun to lead a bad man's life. Signed, the monster with 21 faces.
0: Okay. All right.
1: So they just like, like I said, it was like the bad Japanese version of anonymous. It kind of is. On a smaller scale. I mean, yeah, because they only had those big corporations, but they didn't find like this police officer was like died being so stressed out. Because he couldn't figure out who was writing these letters or why they were doing this or what they were doing with things.
0: And then they wrote a mean letter like, why would you go and die? And then they went, you know what? Actually, very sorry that you did. And we're just going to head out.
1: It almost kind of seems like he was, <laughs> they were going through like the steps of grief. Yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> like I'm mad at you. So, <laughs> so what no, is it? I do remember my
0: Anger, grief, or no, anger. What's the one where you don't believe it? Where you're like, no. Disbelief. I guess it's disbelief. There's a there's a smarter word for it mm-hmm. that we don't know. Denial. Yeah. Yay! Smart again. <laughs> wow. Now we're back on the smart train. Okay. Uh, yeah, it does kind of seem like that that they were that they were really sad about it.
1: Yeah, it's just all really weird. But like, I was reading something earlier today that said like case cracked or something. But I was reading the article and I like couldn't find a clear. It was one of those, like, articles you click on and then it, like, has 800 ads before you actually get to yeah. the article. Yeah. And then, like, I don't know. I was, like, half reading it because it was, like, promoting, like, this is the best lotion on the market. One, Try.
0: W- one weird ingredient.
1: <laughs> Try these new cool athletic shoes. <laughs>
0: Doctors hate this lotion. <laughs> That's funny. What, a, a, what an interesting story.
1: Yeah, I never heard it before. I thought it was interesting because it had to deal with pockies which we love yeah and i didn't know that like before we were born they were having this crisis over there
0: yeah it sounds like they were actually having a crisis cyanide
1: pockies
0: yeah which is very sad because yeah. don't mess with the pockies
1: don't mess with bro. the pockies go mess with the ham company yeah
0: go mess with ham not pocky go mess with weird slippery meat
1: <laughs> that's my story that's all i have
0: Well, good. I like your story. Nice. Now, when you were talking, I did a little bit of quick side research. Uh, I googled weird pocky flavors. Yeah. And I want to know if there are any of these pocky flavors that you would pass on.
1: Okay, probably a lot.
0: I know my answer. Give them to me. Uh, (laughs) Okay, so the first weird one is strawberry. Not weird. Would eat it. Yep. You would eat that one too. Matcha?
1: Yeah, I'm not a big matcha person.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's probably not going to be my favorite, but I would still eat them. Mm
1: -hmm. Grape. I'd eat it. I wouldn't be too happy. Because, like I said, grape tastes like cough medicine usually.
0: Yeah, I try them though. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, this one I think you would eat peach.
1: Oh, yeah, I love
0: peaches. Do you want to see the scariest thing we're going to talk about in our show? Yeah. Look at the cover of the peach pocky. Oh, no. I know. It's really sad. (laughs) I
1: like it kind of.
0: I'll put it on Twitter.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: It's really
1: creepy.
0: (laughs) Soybean pocky. Yep. I'd eat that one. Mm -hmm. Ooh, not only cheesecake, but rare cheesecake. Now, this cheesecake is so rare because you know how they found that the body of that frozen Iceman a long time ago with all those weird cryptic tattoos? Yeah. He was holding this rare cheesecake recipe. Okay. So is that one.
1: I was just thinking maybe the rare cheesecake was the ones that they were like, maybe those are the ones that had cyanide, but still sell them.
0: Yeah, still sell them a little those bit. Those are
1: the questionable <laughs> ones.
0: We'll just say they're rare.
1: Mystery flavor.
0: Uh, Giant rainbow pocky.
1: What is that supposed to taste like? It's
0: just a plethora of flavors. Oh, And yeah, they're sure. fun, and they're fun. Uh, orange, grape, banana, blueberry, chocolate, green tea. Chocolate, okay, yes, for sure.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Black sesame pocky.
1: You would eat that. Yes, I, would I would eat it. I don't think I'd like it.
0: Okay. Oh, you I think would lose your mind for this one. Yeah. Uh ten dollars pock. No, I'm just kidding. Honey honey and milk pocky.
1: Ooh, I love honey and milk together. <laughs> oh
0: my gosh. Some of these are sounding so good. That's the last one. So they saved the best for last. Yeah. Honey and milk
1: pocky. Yeah.
0: Give me a break.
1: I always wanted to like take a bath and like warm honey and milk. <laughs>
0: I and you've and you've told me this before but i just think it's very funny now all of our all of our listeners know this and i think that that's great
1: well what if it was like coconut milk or soy milk or something
0: (laughs) you know what do it
1: it would probably like soothe your skin and like if there's honey in there Mm -hmm. and And if some gets in your mouth you're like oh treat for me oh
0: too bad and then you could just (laughs) And oh i just...
1: drowning oops
0: <laughs> and you could upend a bunch of fruity pebbles in it too and just kind of chomp as you go you don't even have to drain the bathtub you can just eat your way out of Ooh, a bathtub you
1: can put tea in it so you can have like an english tea with like the milk the honey the tea it'd be good for your skin it would smell really good and then you can just take little sips of your dirty tea water
0: yeah and that's the thing like okay everyone's saying yeah but your nude bottom is in the water too we well, get it well
1: maybe you have a you put a side pitcher of tea that you are not gonna bathe in oh. and you sip on that while you're bathing in what you're drinking how weird to bathe in what you're drinking
0: <laughs> I was about to say there's so many bubble baths and like so many all these things to make your bath smell good there's bath no. bombs no milk we and need, honey we and tea bath. need baths to start tasting better. We need edible sippable bath bombs.
1: Can't get any more organic than that.
0: No, wouldn't that be great? Just a little bit of hot water, throw in a bath bomb, almost like like pressurized uh, bouillon cubes or something, but instead of yeah, bouillon, you just
1: do like that powdered milk stuff.
0: Yeah, but you need the but you need the active ingredient to be edible where it explodes in the water like the bath bombs where it looks like mm-hmm. a fun thing. And there's like I don't know, edible glitter. Or something fun in there for, I don't want you, know, glitter. you know, well, for the people who love outer space, okay. and like, whatever, <laughs> like all the ravers and stuff glow-in-the-dark water all sorts of cool stuff you could have
1: well that's uh i guess my personal fantasy um
0: (laughs) okay that you
1: all know that now
0: (laughs) and mine i was speaking of taking baths one time when i was working at a place i don't work anymore i said man i would take a bath in pumpkin pie filling and no one liked what i said and they looked at me (laughs) like i was a serial murderer and i went Okay, well, I'll be hit. I'll be hitting the road, and I left. And they did not like that. Yeah. It was not what, what. What I'm saying is, it was not as a supportive environment as this is.
1: Just me and Molly.
0: This is a very supportive environment.
1: <laughs> well, Molly would take a bath in anything. Yes, yeah, she would. And she's taken a bath in a lot of things. Um,
0: she's she's kind of taken a bath on a dead fish. She ro- rolled around in it.
1: And she ate it. Yeah. And she had number two problems.
0: Ah, uh, some call it number three. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
1: Some people call it the danger zone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Some people call it, like our friend Brandon's old babysitter, the fast trots.
1: Ew. That's okay.
0: You want to do haunted housekeeping? Or... Yes, I do. Okay. Well, we gather, get on your horse, everyone, and get the fast trots with us over to the haunted housekeeping zone, where we will see you all in three, two, one. Listen up, partner. Do you have any questions about ghosts, about time traveling, about cryptids, about true crime, about our dog, about anything ever? Well, hey, you're in luck because we have an aerodynamic, state-of-the-art, spooky spouses hotline that you can call and just be a real chatty Kathy.
1: You can ask us anything. You could be, I mean, spooky related. It could be, you know, maybe you just have some questions about why we're still doing this and if anybody is even listening.
0: Okay. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) <laughs> uh, well if you'd like to call and we sure hope you do the phone number is 803-816-2667 or if the funny number is 803-816-boos like the plural form of the word ghosts of the word that ghosts say
1: i like the funny number better
0: Hehe, <laughs> me too
1: even though it's the same number
0: yeah it's just the funny version so again if you'd like to call us please do it's 803-816-2667 you can Call any time of day, any time of night, even when you're on an airplane. If you want to be really sneaky and bad about it,
1: yeah, maybe the pilot needs to ask us a question. We'd also like to direct you to thescavengersnetwork.com. It is where we have our podcast and many other wonderful podcasts. You can check it out. We have a merch store. We have you know just special things on there and special friends. Um, and we also have a Patreon. You can donate anything from a dollar to five hundred thousand, but it caps at no. I think it caps at five million yeah I think is it was usually what the cap is yeah
0: so. three three gazillion
1: but a patreon will help support us and all the other shows and you'll get bonus content and it's really fun
0: it is you can go to patreon.com the scavengers network and become a part of the scavengers network member club special friend group and it's nice and then you can feel like you yourself are actually you have a hand in making us sit down in our in our office and talk into these microphones every week
1: and also if you haven't already subscribe and rate our show we love hearing from our listeners and we just want to make you happy
0: we sure do you can say hey your dog seems cool or man i'm glad that i'm glad i'm just happy in general that's also nice to say
1: yeah maybe you just need to tell us you're a happy person you just want (laughs) to get it out
0: w-i-d-k is your morning commute too much fun? Do you wish listening to the radio sucked even more? Join fish stick. It stops you from pooping, but it has its own good chemicals that fight the bad chemicals in you, and that's why yogurt's good for you.
1: Lulu. I don't like shellfish to eat. It feels wrong, like you're just prying open someone's house and you're like... <laughs>
0: the Professor. If you really think about it, a hot dog is just a soft shell bologna taco. And mulch. I don't want a body like John Cena because that just <laughs> seems like a lot of extra spaces to have to clean. Like there's a <laughs> reason he's completely shaved this is I don't know radio the only show that delivers more than you wanted and less than you hope for search WIDK in your podcast app welcome back each and every one of our pocky pals how are you we'll give you a few seconds to answer cool us too thanks Linz how are you I'm good. What did you do during break for during haunted housekeeping?
1: Um, I got a glass of water
0: that's very cool. And
1: some chapstick. Wow. Yeah, my lips hurt real bad. <laughs> I need that milk bath. It's it's winter. It ruins me.
0: Winter ruins you?
1: It does. My skin is so sensitive.
0: Hold on. Let me Google other signs you're getting really old. Oh, it says uh, cold weather literally ruins your body. It does. Is the seventh one. Sorry, the sixth one on the list. Linz, we have breaking booze. Okay. But we have it. Well, I guess now the entire world has it. But we were sent this breaking booze. This morning, okay, to us directly to our email that we never really plug spooky spousescast at gmail.com. Yep. If you, you know, we have the the haunted hotline, our spooky spouse's haunted hotline, 803-816-2667. But if you don't want to talk, you can also reach reach us by email. Yeah. So we were reached out to you by Roxy this morning. Okay. And this is what Roxy says. Are you ready?
1: I'm ready.
0: I'd buckle up if I were you. Okay. Okay. Are you buckled?
1: Well, no, but I'm ready though. Okay. I promise.
0: Dear spooky spouses... I woke up this morning with one thing on my mind, breakfast potatoes. Of course. I scurried over to my cabinet to reach for a potato or two to slice and dice for my beautiful morning meal. What I found instead has potentially not only cursed my breakfast, but my life.
1: Worms.
0: Take two more guesses.
1: Uh, Cockroach. One more guess. Uh, Mouse.
0: Okay, now because we're 99, feeling fine, take two more bonus guesses.
1: (laughs) An eyeball. One more guess. Finger.
0: Okay, I'm going to go on. Okay. Because you were incorrect. All right. I believe there is an alien hiding in my potato bag playing disguise. I am now holding the potato slash alien and don't know what to do next. Should I eat him and send a message to his brethren, which which is not a word used very often, brethren. Very easy to roll your R's. Should I set him free and potentially save our house from attack? Should I adopt him as one of our own and make him some potatoes to eat as well? Well, side note, that's cannibalism. Is he really just a potato? Please help me out so I can enjoy my breakfast. I have included pictures with my email. Thank you, your spooky pal Roxy and Andrew, since he may potentially be cursed as well. Now, I'm opening up the attachment because it's taking now it's taking a little bit longer than normal because our Internet is how you say from 1991. Mm-hmm. But what Lindsay, what do you think before seeing this very scary photo of the alien potato? What do you think the best course of action is here without seeing it?
1: Well, I, I mean, seeing it would help. Is it a, is it a living? I'm assuming it's alive. Well, or is it just something oh, you that's can, shaped like?
0: You can kind of see it in the second photo without me zooming in. It's very. It looks like it looks like an alien.
1: But it's it's not moving.
0: I doubt it was moving, but to me it, it seems. It is weird. To me, <laughs> to me it seems. My favorite part about the about the third picture is it's blurry. <laughs> like it was starting to vibrate.
1: Like- <laughs> Well, and the typical cryptid sightings and stuff. Oh, yeah. It's always blurry.
0: Hey, uh, really quick, Roxy, will you send us a photo, a blurry photo, if you didn't already kill the potato, it blurry and outside? Thanks.
1: I don't think I'd eat that. Even if it is a potato, I don't think I'd eat it just because it looks like a little alien head.
0: It looks literally just like an alien head. Yeah. You know what it looks? You know what looks more like an alien? That potato. Than an actual alien. than an actual alien, or then that one story I was talking about, how there was the one dude who would research all the videos from the Mars rover, yeah, and would say, oh, alien skeleton and the uh, absolutely there's 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 a giant alien skeleton in, in the dust uh, or in the dirt. This looks more like an alien, this potato, than the alien thing on the Mars rover.
1: Well, speaking of that story, did you see that there's an Ohio man now uh, claiming that he's finding bones in it, pictures as well?
0: Gotta love Ohio.
1: <laughs> and side note, I thought it was cool. Um, NASA just landed the, what is it? The The big...
0: The guppy or something? The
1: guppy, yeah. It's this big plane that kind of looks like a beluga whale yeah and they landed in ohio too
0: in mansfield right yeah ohio's the- got some
1: got some stuff going on Ohio's weird. okay so it uh, i wouldn't eat it okay i think i would keep it like i'd maybe put it in like you know those little like glass boxes that you put like a baseball in yeah like maybe just put them in there
0: yeah and then see how it ages over time
1: and if it starts growing things and let it like Grow. It's like maybe it'll grow, like grow some magical thing.
0: What if it grew a set of legs and you noticed day by day it was making tiny steps?
1: Yeah, you need to grow that thing. You need to. What do you do? You put like a cup with a little bit of water on the bottom.
0: Something like that. And you
1: like hover the potato over the water.
0: You will have to stick it with toothpicks.
1: Yeah, my cousin used to do it all the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we now, were
1: cool kids. And, and now then she's it will in grow. Prison. Yeah, and then it'll grow things. You got to see what that potato slash alien is growing. What
0: if it what if the first two little tendrils that it grows are look like antenna or it's out of the eyeballs?
1: Like that thing is either going to start looking like an alien or really cool like axolotl. Oh, yeah. And both things are really cool.
0: Now, I will be putting pictures of the alien potato, all three of them on our Instagram. Yeah. So keep an eye out for that. So, and then. It's kind of cute. I think it is a little bit cute. I don't think I would eat it either. And I, you know, have said many times I'll eat anything. Right. I think I would walk outside on our deck and throw it into the woods.
1: I wouldn't. You know? You have to go see what that thing can grow.
0: I feel like if I were to show that to you, you'd go, get rid of that thing. <laughs> and then I'd maybe <laughs> chop it in half and throw one half one way and the other half the other way.
1: You're not wrong. But I think maybe. <laughs> since it's not in our house yeah i want them to see what it grows
0: yeah okay all right <laughs> you want to live vicariously through roxy and andrew yeah now that does mean you might be putting them at risk oops okay and i think that's a really good i think that's a really good fail safe we'll say it here
1: there Ooh, are worse ways oops. to die though well, like, who said I'm... they're gonna die well i'm just saying for the <laughs> worst case scenario like okay so they die okay That's terrible. Yeah. But they died because they had a potato slash alien. Yeah. Cool.
0: That is pretty cool. And I've always thought, like, if you're going to go into a haunted situation or there's a cryptid in the woods or anything potentially life-threatening, but that could be also paranormal or unexplained, but you're getting footage of it. Right. What a way to go.
1: Like, I mean, the Blair Witch. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. What's your what's what's another fun documentary you like? <laughs> the Dark Crystal.
1: Totally true. Yeah. Probably. Total Recall. Probably no. I didn't like Total Recall. Yeah. I hate to say that because everybody's like, "How oh, could you not?"
0: <laughs> oh, whatever you don't I like thought it Thought it
1: was weird totally true uh this is a hard
0: one <laughs> okay <laughs> well why don't we all
1: these like different horror movies are running through my head and i'm like no that actually could be true no that one could be true too that one could be true and it's hard to find which one would be like outlandish like oh yeah that reanimator that one could be true you think so? Yeah.
0: A, a guy in a lab, well, I guess you're right.
1: <laughs> See what I mean? There are yeah. a lot of spooky movies out there that are like, yeah, that could be true.
0: Event Horizon could happen in the future. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. The Fifth Element might happen.
1: Ghostbusters, do I think, yeah, there's a group that could take down ghosts. A Big Marshmallow Man taking over New York, probably not. But yeah. a lot of weird stuff happens in New York. So again, yeah. it could happen.
0: It could happen. Let's, what's one more movie that might never, ever happen but could happen?
1: Like Alien can happen.
0: Alien could happen.
1: See, because we believe in all this. Yeah, true. So I think it can happen. It's hard to say.
0: Bridges over Madison County.
1: i would never seen that.
0: Neither have I. <laughs> So let's just say that's the most outlandish one. I don't even know what happens in that movie.
1: Well, you know, it's really funny that I can't think of a movie because (laughs) I'm always the type of person that when I watch a movie and it doesn't seem plausible, I'm mad and I don't want to watch it anymore. That's true. There is a big franchise that I think would never, ever happen that makes me mad. Um, Uh, But
0: you can't probably say it. I can't
1: say it because then I might have um, people murder me. Yeah, that's (laughs) true big franchise there might be like some spaceships involved can
0: you make up some names of some creatures right now creatures? there's a baby
1: version of one of the creatures can floating you,
0: around can you make up some names that you think might be on like that might actually exist in the universe just to give people more hints
1: um glurby <laughs> um yeah. probably space glurby um yeah yeah uh plurp <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> Um, sergeant plurp okay gribble gribble 46 mm-hmm. okay
1: yeah the death sparkle
0: yeah that's pretty good yeah that's their i plane. think um i think our friend adam one time was making up characters from this same movie and i think one that he said was i'm pretty sure this is true he said admiral bing bong <laughs> <laughs> and i still think that's very that's funny that's a good one yeah, yeah. Admiral Bing Bong. Okay. <laughs> well, so that's our breaking news from Roxy. So Roxy, if you have not already scarf the tater, keep the tater, grow it, show it, nurture it. <laughs> see see what it will do next. See what it does next.
1: Yeah. You know? You don't know. Like sometimes you just have to take chances, you know?
0: <laughs> keep your tater.
1: <laughs> take a chance on tater.
0: Yeah. I think, I think Space that's... Space Tater. That was probably some pretty good advice.
1: Darth Tater.
0: Okay. Darth Tater.
1: Which is... I don't know. I, got, I made up that name completely. It's not a reference to anyone.
0: Yeah. You're just goofing around.
1: Yeah. I'm just goofing around. Okay. Okay.
0: All right. So we also have... This is, I think, unprecedented. Mm-hmm. This show, in the last half of the show, we have... Two guest submissions. So we had the Roxy one with her with her space tater. Okay. And then we have a guest submission that's from our friend in Utah, Jack Diddy.
1: Hi, it's me, Jack
2: Diddy. And quite frankly, I think I found Area 52. It's here in Utah. Stay tuned for for more. See ya.
1: Alright.
0: One of the many. Members of, of the, the Diddy, Diddy committee. committee. There's what Joe, Jack, Riley, Molly, Katie.
1: There might be more. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Bing Bong. <laughs> there's Bing Bong Diddy, Plurp Diddy, Admiral Skrunk Diddy.
1: No, no, um, not
0: Screbo Thirteen Diddy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's a
0: lot of Diddies. Who's your favorite Diddy?
1: I love. I, you can't say that.
0: Oh no! I thought you were gonna. You were. You were supposed to make up a name.
1: Oh, that just hurt my heart. Oh, having, I know. Well, no. Oh.
0: Okay, so... not That's
1: too much pressure. I'd rather like someone ask me if I want to join the army. No, I know. Then pick my favorite Diddy. I was
0: hoping you were going to say like, dunk, like <laughs> Dunkle, Dunkle Giddy. Dunkle <laughs> Diddy. Sorry, Dunkle Diddy. <laughs> or like Scribble Diddy or dunk something.
1: Dunk Diddy is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, I like, that. I like that one too. Okay, so here's what Jack wrote to us. And now Jack wrote to us on Twitter. You can find us on Twitter at Spooky underscore Spouses as well. Okay, hello Jordan and Lindsay Spooky. Because I believe, I don't know if anyone's ever told Jack that that's not our last name. <laughs> but for right now. I like it. Mr. and Mrs. Spooky. There's an army base here in, is it Tuley? I was just
1: talking about, I said I would rather be asked to join the army than pick my favorite Diddy.
0: Well, you might have to join this one.
1: I think I just read Jack Diddy's mind.
0: I think you did as well. Okay, well, I'm you ready. and I are honorary members of the Diddy committee. I hope so. I know so, we
1: are. Okay, I'm ready for the question.
0: Okay, is it? Is it Thule or Tooelle? T o o e l e. It's in Utah. I'm so sorry. I thought it
1: was Tule. Tule let's just Utah. say,
0: let's just say Tule. Okay. And you know what? If we're wrong, which I'm sure we are, it might make it funnier for for everyone who lives in Utah.
1: Yeah, they're like, they don't even know Ohio. They don't even, they
0: don't even know it. It's like Ope. when I <laughs> Ope. Go Ope. say Ope somewhere else. Go say Ope, you polite idiot. <laughs> uh, okay. There's an army base here in Thule, sorry, and I think that something might be a little jiggly with it, and I thunk that y'alls might be interested in it. I'm not a historietician, so take all of this with a big grain of salt. The Dugway Proving Grounds was made in 1941 as a chemical testing place where the army developed flamethrowers, biological warfare weapons, and more wacky stuff like that. Now, Jack is speaking my language here because he's not using big words that I cannot understand. (laughs) One of the reasons why I love the ditties. I bet you're thinking, oh, Jack, what are you talking about? Why is this of importance, you silly boy? (laughs) (laughs) You know what, Jack? I was thinking that, you (laughs) new knucklehead. Oh, boy. I I think that the army base might be some sort of Area 52. And that the actual Area 51 is just a cover-up, so no one really suspects the base in Thule, uh, or no one is suspicious of that base at all. There's a building in the base that's blurred on Google Earth, but if it's just for chemicals, why the nuts is a building blurred out? Don Phillips, an engineer for one of the Dugway's biggest defense contractors, said they're developing, quote, flying saucer technology. In May 2011, a man was driving away from the Dugway around 4 a.m. He left a frantic voicemail to a former lieutenant of special ops requesting a ride, and the dang guy never turned up, and his car was found two weeks later with his hat and his shoes nearby, but with the actual guy, the the actual guy has never been found. Ew. Yeah, I know. And finally, a CEO of a defense contractor for the base said that they're working on, quote, anti-gravity technology capable of taking et home and that's what he said sorry for the wall of text i was bored and i was listening to the podcast so i thought i'd put it all together well thanks jack
1: nice. i always think that area 51 is a cover-up for it because it's like they may have had something there but now that everybody knows about it it's like no let's not actually have it there anymore like that would just be silly to have it there it if would they be have silly anything
0: It would be silly. I have a little bit more, like, just some quick little wiki stuff on the place. Uh, So this place is called the Dugway Proving Grounds, and there's a small tab in wiki about UFO speculation. Following the public attention drawn to Area 51 in the early 90s, UFOlogists and concerned citizens have suggested that whatever covert ops may have been underway at the location, if any, were subsequently transferred to the Dugway Proving Ground. So that's that's what what people think. And they interviewed the president of the Utah UFO hunters, Dave Rosenfeld. Uh, Numerous UFOs have been stored and reported in the area in and around Dugway and all the unknowns seen in the area. It might be that our star visitors are keeping an eye on Dugway, too.
1: So they're saying that they think aliens know about Dugway as well.
0: That's what this guy's saying, yeah, but I guess this place is like, I think it's 60 miles away from Salt Lake City. I don't really know, so it's relatively close to Salt Lake, but yeah, it's, according to Jack, it's Area 52.
1: That's interesting.
0: I think it is interesting as well.
1: Well, that's like, yeah, like I said, they want to steer you away by saying Area 51 is where they have things, supposedly. And then you know, hey, maybe like NASA having a plane that looks like a beluga whale. Yeah. Like, hey, look over here at this shiny object. And then, meanwhile, they're testing out saucers.
0: Yeah, it's all about diverting your attention.
1: Yeah, it's, it's like all the, about magic.
0: It's all about magic. It's David like
1: Blaine's there. He's like doing saucer stuff.
0: Anyone want to see me pull a dead bird out of my he mouth while hover. I levitate? He does levitate.
1: He does levitate. They probably called him in. They were like, okay, listen, we need someone that has no personality, that doesn't mind dedicating their life to this because you're <laughs> not doing anything right now. You're yeah. du- Nobody cares about your levitation trick anymore. Yeah. And we need someone that levitates.
0: All he's been doing is get a, getting a tattoo of his own eyes on his arm.
1: <laughs> i thought he got that a while ago he did yeah
0: but that's still yeah
1: where is david blaine
0: no one knows
1: that's a mystery on its own
0: david blaine is probably somewhere trying to scrap i'm, I'm sure he's doing fine but we're playing pretend and i'm sure david blaine is somewhere trying to scrap uh levitating and like does anyone want to watch me levitate while i number one i don't know <laughs> or something something weird
1: i have to look up and see where david blaine is
0: Okay. Now, really quick, will you tell us exactly what you're Googling?
1: Where is David Blaine? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he went on a North American tour in 2018.
0: Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Good for him. Did he come anywhere near us?
1: Um,
0: I don't think so. You know, this is the second week in a row that you've been using your laptop, and I feel like our show has gotten a little smarter because we're able to look up things on the internet. Yeah? I don't know. Do you?
1: (laughs) I guess so. Okay. (laughs) I just don't see... Oh, no.
0: What? (laughs) Did you just see his tattoo? No. Oh, what? So, Lindsay just found out, and we just won't say it on the show, but if you really want to find out where he is, just Google him. (laughs)
1: um we'll just say he's under investigation for
0: um being a bad boy
1: for being a bad boy
0: (laughs) it probably all started oops it probably all started when he got his tattoo of his own eyeballs on his arm and went what am i doing anymore yeah you have them on the front of your face
1: i know but what's you know it's funner to have two sets
0: i mean i guess it's like You could draw the parallels to Steve-O getting a tattoo of his own face, humongous. But
1: Steve-O. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he can do a backflip while he number twos and then like lands on an alligator. Yeah. Well, anyways, Linz, do you want to take a voicemail? Yes, I do. Okay. Well, we are going to take a voicemail right now. Hey, and before we get into the voicemail, we just want to say that episode 100 is next week. Holy we are excited about
1: it. We are doing something a little different just for that episode, not changing anything. We're just doing something fun so make sure to listen
0: yeah it was a plan Lindsay's had for a long time and then we organized it and we did it with the help of some very wonderful human beings and we're really looking forward to it we think it is very fun and very silly very okay you ready for a voicemail yes hey if any of you want to call our voicemail you can call it whenever you want we love getting voicemails we think it is so much fun so please call away the phone number is 803- 816-2667. 816 You can call in the morning, in the afternoon, at night, or when you are in mid-teleportation. Okay, here is the voicemail.
2: Hi, Lindsay and Jordan. This is Francine from, well, my office in San Francisco. I'm currently just sitting in one of those phone booths because we have one of those snazzy open-plan startup-looking types of office. Anyway, I'm hoping that this time around nothing gets cut off. I will say that when I called the first time, I was in my brother's room, so that might be relevant to this whole story. Um, Okay, so my brother is cursed, but in a good way, I think. He's very lucky. He wins luck-based contests, raffles, draws, et cetera, all the time. He wins at those, like, claw games. Like, he wins prizes from those box cereals and the Gogurt tube things. Um, um, the curse part comes in at the other thing he's super lucky at, uh, life-threatening situations. Um, back to when he was a kid and he was pushed off the hill. Might have been me, might have not been me. Who did that? Um, up until last year when he and his friends were uh, mugged at gunpoint. <laughs> he had a bunch of life-threatening situations happen to him, but he always always comes out of the end alive, and well, and sometimes better than before. Um, one thing that comes to mind is the fact that when he was younger, medicine women in the Philippines have said that door to swallow him around and help him. Um, we're both originally from the Philippines but have lived in the Bay Area for like sixteen plus years now. So we're supposed to be far from these dwarves, but like maybe they hopped on the plane with us. Uh also he was poisoned when we were in the Philippines recently for vacation. Uh the dwarves, according to the medicine woman who helped us, uh, helped save him from the uh woman at the market who took a liking to him and wanted to have my brother for herself. Yikes! Um, this is where my question comes in after that long-winded um, thing. I don't want to say my brother's cursed with luck or gifted with luck because it just doesn't seem right. It's not a curse despite all the bad stuff, but it's also not a gift because of all the bad stuff. So, Soogie Spouses, what's a good name for my brother who is not cursed? Even though I think he might be. Um, Do you think my brother's lucky door friends followed us on the plane? Did they need tickets? I don't know. Help. Thanks so much.
1: Have a great rest of your day. Bye. (laughs) Okay, so your brother is a wizard. He's just (laughs) not a good one. Yeah. Or he doesn't know he's a wizard yet.
0: I think that's probably, that's more likely.
1: Like, hear me out. Okay, so... Harry Potter doesn't know he's a wizard.
0: Oh, you mean Eri-o-a.
1: Eri-o-a. Yeah. <laughs> and then he finds out that he's a wizard. And then he starts learning how to be a wizard. Well, his Patronus, or no, mm-hmm. the owl came by. Yeah, his And friend. gave him a letter. Maybe your brother's owl never made it. Oopsie. So your brother doesn't know that he's a wizard. So he casts these spells and it gives him luck. But there's always like con to the spell that he cast because it was like he had it almost right but he didn't quite what i don't know what it is called when you give a spell uh
0: just cast a spell i think <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know yeah you I, know be, big words be, before i forget to say it, i think that's a very cool thing that you said okay and i agree with it and i don't know what else i was gonna say i think i was just gonna say that i agree with what you said and i really like it
1: he's a clumsy wizard
0: He's a clumsy wizard.
1: And I'm so sorry, his owl will never made it.
0: Now, and that's also a really cool metaphor. Just because your owl didn't make it doesn't mean you're not a wizard.
1: Right. Like maybe he should try casting spells and seeing if they actually work.
0: Yeah, or so, like, maybe start with
1: something small, like fold the laundry,
0: or or see if he's capable of doing certain feats, like perhaps eating ex like something extremely spicy, and see if he's affected by it.
1: Do wizards get affected by by certain spices?
0: I think in your inherent. Or do you make that? <laughs> well, you know, let's just say yes to both. I don't
1: remember. Remember in Harry Potter, them trying like different chicken wings and like seeing how high they can handle like (laughs) on hot
0: ones (laughs) yeah oh harry my name's neville longbottom and this is my roommate sean evans (laughs) yeah well i was gonna say a little bit like or just something something that the the consequences are there yeah i.e spice mouth and spice you know bathroom later okay but then if you're a wizard I would think that your natural ability or your magical ability to combat ill effects mm-hmm. I think would kick in. Maybe. I'm not sure if it works with to spice. might save you. It might save you. Or if your brother thinks that perhaps he's lactose intolerant, see what happens now. Chug a bunch of whole milk <laughs> and see if he's cool with it.
1: Well, you can still be lactose intolerant and a wizard. I don't
0: think you can. Okay. I don't think you can. I know. I don't think.
1: Well, there goes my chances of ever being a wizard. <laughs> Thanks for <laughs> ruining it for
0: me. I just feel like if you were going to be a wizard and you were lactose intolerant, you'd be getting ready to do a wizard wand fight and you go, not so fast. Expect, gurgle, gurgle, oh boy, oops, uh, BRB, and then you'd run away and have to number two behind probably, I don't know, because all wizards fight in a cemetery number 2 behind a tombstone and then go okay now i'm ready Expe- blah, blah, blah. actually you know what give me 5 more minutes and then i'll and then i can wizard fight you
1: sure i guess but i mean <laughs> i just think i'm trying to think like what you could do to find out if you're a wizard like maybe that needs to be like i did things on how to figure out if you're a witch so maybe an episode we need to do like what you have to do to figure out if you're a wizard
0: I'm going to write this down in our notes, and I think this would be a good episode. How to tell if you're a wizard.
1: Yeah, because I think we had a wizard in San Francisco that his owl never
0: came. Well, but then we need to do how to tell if you're a wizard, and then we also need to do how to find your lost owl.
1: If he, you know what, I think you need to ask your brother if he ever has a bunch of owls around him. Or yeah. if you listen to one of our older episodes, There was Darkwing...
0: Smallwing Darkclaw.
1: Smallwing Darkclaw that came to our friend's house and made a bunch of weird noises and died. Maybe our friend Brandon is also a wizard, but his owl died.
0: I would say if anyone's a wizard that we know, it's Brandon.
1: Yeah, but he probably doesn't know.
0: Probably doesn't. He has a beard and everything.
1: Well, maybe we'll do some research. We'll figure out what signs mean that you are a wizard but i think your brother's a wizard.
0: I think so too. Yeah, i think that's exactly what it is. Now maybe in that episode too we'll also oh why don't we tease the episode by telling people what our um uh what our houses are in Harry Potter. You know your house.
1: I think i was a ravenclaw, wasn't you're I? You're a
0: ravenclaw for sure, yeah. uh uh-huh. I'm Hufflepuff. Of course.
1: Uh, you know it didn't I didn't think you even had to take a test. Do you remember what your patronus was? Your official patronus? Yeah. Yeah, what well, was it?
0: Wait, do I? Yeah, you do. Is it the one that there there was a TV show back in the 60s about it or something yeah. like that? Yeah, my patronus is a dolphin. <laughs> 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 what was yours? You you had I a cool had a, one.
1: I had a kingfisher.
0: And that's so sweet.
1: I'm not a big bird person, but I guess I'll take it.
0: Kingfishers are radical. I had a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> dolphins Whatever. are
1: cool you know is
0: your patronus playing with a beach ball and asking for <laughs> treats yeah i guess i guess man i don't know okay well francine is your
1: patronus <sighs> captured at SeaWorld and living a sad life <laughs> does
0: your patronus realize it's in captivity and hates itself and hates its life
1: maybe that's why your patronus is a dolphin maybe it's your destiny to go protest at SeaWorld and get them dolphins out of them tanks
0: you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't protest at many things, but that's one I would do. Heck yeah. Yeah. Well, Francine, thanks for calling and just let your brother know that he's a wizard who his USPS messed up the delivery on his owl.
1: Yes, he just needs to find that owl.
0: Wow. That was really cool, I think.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, hey, everyone, we would like to thank Eli Rexford Chambers for writing the music you heard at the beginning, the middle and the end of our show. You can find Eli either somewhere uh, on the sidewalk because I just beat him up or you're or f-
1: getting a perm at the salon
0: or getting a perm from lens
1: at my casa, su casa
0: house, my house, your house, <laughs> <laughs> uh, or you can find Eli on social media at Eli who does music.
1: We'd also like to thank the Scavengers Network, um, which we are a part of, and so are a bunch of other people that have wonderful shows. You can find all the shows, merchandise, Patreon at theScavengersNetwork.com. The Patreon is at
0: patreon.com/slash theScavengersNetwork.
1: You can donate a dollar to five million, um, hundred million. Sorry, and. (laughs) You find a bunch of bonus content on there. We do swell spells, which, hey, if you're a wizard, that could really help you.
0: Yeah, it sure could. And we were talking about it tonight. We might uh, have some bonus content where we just film ourselves driving to the mailbox at night because it's scary.
1: Because we live in the woods, and it is scary.
0: Yeah, it sure is. (laughs) Who knows? Maybe we'll even record something. We go in the back of our house at night and just kind of sit there for a minute.
1: One of these nights, we're going to record, and we're going to find something spooky, and all of you are going to get to see it.
0: Yep, that's absolutely true. And hey, we would also like to thank each and every one of you for listening to our show, for being our friends, for spreading the word about our show, and for, if you want, giving us a little bit of love on iTunes or whatever else. Or you know what? Who cares? Just spread the word. That's fine. (laughs) Don't worry. About it, uh, and we sincerely hope that you all enjoy episode 100 because we've put a lot of hard work into it, and we think it's going to be good
1: and silly. Well, until next week, have a wizard Wednesday.
0: That's pretty good. Have an owl third. No, that sucks. Have a <laughs> <laughs>
1: an owlless Friday.
0: uh Just another owlless <laughs> Friday. Have a wish it
1: was Ghost Day. Wish I had an
0: owl. Gonna Uh.
1: find a cryptid.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, that was all very good. And Lindsay's better at this than I am. (laughs) So we will see you all next week for episode 100. Okay, goodbye.
1: Bye. Testing my Michael Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) Testing my Michael B. Jordan.
0: Testing my Michael Bolton.
1: Testing my Michael
0: Keaton. Testing my Michael... Don't say Jackson. Testing my... (laughs) Testing my... Michael... Do I know... I don't know any more famous Michaels. Michael... Michael Keaton. Did you say Bolton? Michael Bolton. You think you did. Okay. Testing my steely dan. Testing my, my macho man. Macho man. Testing my crancho crange. Testing
1: my neon, neon crans.
0: Testing. Will you do another one? I have Testing. to adjust. I have to adjust all the stuff. Testing. Testing.
1: My My light
0: light bulb bulb prance. prance. (laughs) Okay, try to do it fast and I'll see if I can do it with you. Ready?
1: I have to think of a good one.
0: Okay. It's not hard for me. It just might be hard for someone else. It's not hard for me. You know. Testing testing my glitter pants. (laughs) Okay, thank you. Yep. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven.
1: Community-focused.
0: Treasured content
1: do you know someone who is shy like really really shy listen to our podcast shelly has opinions and you will get to hear five sisters try and guess
0: their sister shelly's opinion on a variety of silly topics she's real shy Best Muppet Dinner Companion Haunted Houses Street Performers Motorcycle Sidecars Check out Shelly Has Opinions every Tuesday and you will hear our shy sister writhe in
1: Agony as we discuss the pros and cons on every topic that she doesn't want to tell us about which is everything Go to ShellyHasOpinions.com or wherever you get your podcasts Thank you and I love you Goodbye.